Hi, I'm Vincent Ramirez, and welcome to In the Outside, the show where I talk with bold individuals who are navigating life in the public sphere out and proud. On this edition, I talk with Michael Justin Chavez, also known as Part-Time Justin, who you may have heard from time to time on the Kid Craddock Morning Show with a larger-than-life personality. He conducts celebrity interviews, participates in show bits, and occasionally pops up for a round of laughs with the cast. He shares his story from growing up in Hobbs, New Mexico, to moving around place to place and what ultimately brought him to Dallas, Texas, which he now considers home. We discuss some of the challenges he encountered growing up as a teen, to some of his life experiences during college, and finally developing a passion for public relations. He also shares some of the struggles he experienced coming to terms with his sexual orientation and pivotal moments that have given him the strength, confidence, and courage to live his life in the outside. And now, part one of my interview with Justin Chavez. Sorry, one more note. So I didn't quite pick the best spot to conduct the interview, and I ended up picking up a lot of background noise. So my apologies if it becomes too distracting. I did my best to try to edit it in post-production. Hopefully you're able to still enjoy the interview. Okay, and now my interview with Justin Chavez. All right. All right, well. <laughs> All right, we're going I hated that. They didn't let you chew gum in school. That that was awful. Yeah? Like, yeah. that was the best way to, like, concentrate, was to chew gum. Yeah, yeah, you're chewing on something or, you know, like, a hard piece of candy always helped, yeah? Kind of spit it out and go, like, flip your car I, or something like I that. I was the king of chewing gum in school. I could carry one piece of gum with me all day long. That's when gum used to taste, the flavor would last all day long. Forever? You would chew the same one? <laughs> the same piece of gum. What about lunchtime? I would take it out, put it to the side, yes, and chew that same piece. And it so was, it was trident... Um, the green one, I can't yeah. remember the spearmint or whatever, but it would last like all day long. Now they put all these like random stuff in it, and just like the flavor goes out. I know, and then they got the layers, and then they started <laughs> paying people in layers. And if you brought like a new fresh pack of gum to school, like everyone oh, was, you, everybody yeah, was, everyone was your best friend. Gum. Hey, can I have gum? <laughs> I was like, weren't you mean to me like yesterday? Everybody's your friend when you have a pack oh, of gum. Oh, and in now school. you want some gum. Okay. <laughs> I remember asking to see if I could copy your answers, and you said no. And now you want some gum? So true. No. Go chew on your toenails. Leave me alone. (laughs) All right. Well, Justin, I wanted to thank you, first off, because you took your time out of your busy day to join me here. Um, You know, before we get started, I'll, you know, ask you just probably a ton of questions. Yeah. Um, Tell me a little bit about yourself first. I mean, where were you born and raised? Um, I mean, I grew up really all over. So, I was born in Hobbs, New Mexico, a piece of stick in the mud, like, it's just not the coolest place to be, but, I mean, there's people, that's where my family, and those are more roots, but, I mean, I was there from, like, since I was born there, and then I lived there since I was in the sixth grade, and then my dad got his doctorate's degree in higher education, so he ended up getting a job in Pennsylvania, so we lived there for eight months, and then we moved to Arizona for two years, Yuma, Arizona. Oh, wow. And then we moved to San Antonio for two years, and that's where I did my first two years of high school. And then I moved to Midland, Texas, and that's where I finished my last two years of high school. And then I went to school at UNT in Denton, and I graduated with my PR degree, and then that's whenever I got my job with the Kid Credit Morning Show. I was like leaving college, going and getting my uh, degree. Wow, wow. That's a... Everywhere, man. You're not kidding. I, I, I assumed that you were just born and raised here in Dallas. So I did not really? realize that you had moved I consider this place like my home because I feel like I've done the most growing up. Yeah. I, it's, I, it's definitely one of the places I've lived the longest. Yeah. And like being able to like learn and grow and make mistakes and just be independent. So yeah, I would... 
I consider Dallas my home, but like, I guess home is wherever the heart is. Yeah, if anything, absolutely. if anything though, moving around so much made me not afraid of strangers and made me like, it made it easier for me to talk to people. Right, right. Was that hard to go from like different schools and kind of having to feel like maybe you had to start all over, right? So it's like you started out yeah. making friends, right? Maybe in uh, New Mexico and then you jump and now you're at that age where you're like, I mean, it's great. I mean, you're. It hurts so much, yeah, because you would put so much trust and love in these people and then. You gotta pack up and go and make new friends, you know? It really shows you there are plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and like people move and grow on and like, it's interesting, two of my friends that like I was really close to from high school and middle school, uh, they both died. I didn't oh know my that, goodness. yeah, wow. both from a gun. One, well, he, his name was BB. He was, he was always like a little out there, but he was playing Russian roulette and he lost. Yikes. Yeah, Man, and then the other cool. one, he, he like was like on Omegle or something like that, getting drunk or high with another person, and uh, the guy pulled out a gun and shot him. And I was um, like, oh my god, these are people I hung out with, but like I didn't see because I moved, you know. Right, right, right. But it was just interesting, you know. Like, what if I had stayed? Yeah. What if you know? Yeah, maybe. like your life would have maybe been on a different trajectory. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. What, what were you like maybe as like a kid? Like maybe can you describe maybe the. I mean, uh, I think a lot of people get a sense of your personality. I mean, they, if they're fans of the, you know, Kid Credit Morning yeah. Show, they've either seen you, heard you. Um, you know, I think there for a little while you were on like, uh, was it Dish TV or Dish? Dish Nation, but Dish no, Nation. I was never on it. Okay, um, but y'all now have Kid Kid TV, right? Yeah, Is Kid that what, TV. Yeah. Well, where it was a pilot, so we're trying to see if we're going to get renewed for uh, okay. a whole season. Okay. Right now, it's still in the works. But okay. That you. was just a little pilot. But um, no, me as a kid, like, I, I see home movies of me sometimes and I mean I thought I was adorable like I was the cutest sweetest little thing like oh my god like uh, I don't know I was constantly making things that like were pretty um, I love to take pictures I if there was anything I, I wanted to be it was the center of attention like my mom busted out that camera and I was ready to be, perform for anything wow. there was like it's like my sister's birthday she's three years younger than I am and I think I'm I think, yeah, I'm four and she's one. Okay. And it's her first birthday and they're feeding her and the video's supposed to be all about her and I keep on calling my mom like, Mom, no, look at me, do this. Oh, mom, wow. look at me, look at my little dolly. I had like a little cow with like some pink pajamas on. I named her Jennifer. <laughs> and I was like sh showing her off to the camera and stuff like that. My mom's like, okay, Justin, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then she'd point back to my sister. I mean, I love that girl so much, my sister. Um, but, and uh, you just have the one sister? Yeah, just, just okay. me and my sister. And like, so you're about like two, three years apart? Three okay. years, and me and her are like so close. She's like my best friend. Really? We tell each other everything. Oh, and that's like, awesome. She was she was the best whenever like I had to come out to my parents. Like, really? So oh. supportive. Wow. Yeah. Um, now, is your family still here in Dallas with around, or are they moved on now they, to So I lived, I graduated from Midland High whenever, uh, that's where they lived, and I went to school to, in Denton. So they stayed in Midland. Then they moved to Houston like two years after I was at UNT. Okay, okay. Um, did you, I'm sorry, you said your sister moved and your... Yeah, my sister went to college at uh, Corpus Christi. To Corpus, okay, yeah. okay. So I think when we were both in college, my parents packed up their things and moved to Houston. So, I mean, when we go home during, like when we went home during the summer for college or if I go home now yeah. for Christmas or Thanksgiving, I'm not seeing the friends that I graduated with. I'm right. chill with my parents because I don't have any friends from Houston. Unless like they were friends I made in college. Right, that, right live in Houston now. Okay. So outside of like their, your, that family unit, do you have any other family or any other, uh, anybody else that lives here? I'm sorry, move that a little bit closer. Yeah. Uh, my family is all in Hobbs, New Mexico. Oh, wow. That's where so both my grandmas are, all my aunts and cousins. Oh, wow. Like, that's where they're all at. And it's just, I don't know. Like, 
my dad was the first to graduate uh, from college in his family and just knowing how much an education helps you get further in life I mean it just shows you that right there like compared to where my dad's and my mom's side of the family are and then where they're at you know like both my parents were the first from their family but um, you see it like because they didn't go and I mean, I got cousins who have, like, five different baby daddies, <laughs> and, like, my aunts are now grandmas, and they're, like, my parents' age, and, oh, wow. you know, so it's, that's a little crazy. So, yeah, that's where my family is. It's a little heartbreaking to yeah, yeah, go tough. back, it's you know, and you see it, but, I mean, my cousin, uh, she's, uh, she turned 15, her name's Destiny, and she had a quinceanera. And uh, so, of course, we had to go, you know, yeah, we're Mexicans. Yeah. So, uh, quinceanera is a, a great excuse <laughs> oh, to get big, drunk with the family. It's a big deal, yeah, yeah. And we go in, and it's been, like, probably seven or six years since I've seen them. Wow. And so, going in and, like, being on the Kid Credit Morning Show, it was great to, like, hear all their, like, encouragement and graduating with my PR degree from UNT. Yeah, like, yeah. all the encouragement was just awesome. But then, like, going to see their house and seeing how they live, it was just like, right. wow, like, my place is a lot nicer than this, like... Yeah, it was it was it was like eye opening, you know, just yeah. like how it's a different but, lifestyle that you know, and how important it is to like move and like go go and and like experience the world. Don't stay in one place, you right, know. Right. I they call it home, yeah, but also like it's okay to spend a year somewhere else or yeah. another year. I get family, like that. Family is very important, but yeah. also growing and seeing the world. You know, you only get one life, yeah. and the yeah, world is so right. big and so beautiful and so diverse. Why would you? keep it all in one little small town yeah no that's so true I mean I think uh, a lot of people that especially like uh, I don't know if it's a, like a, a Hispanic or a Mexican family thing but I, I also come from a Hispanic family and um, a very big side of, of my dad's side a lot of them live very close to each other very yeah. within that network um, which is always cool like growing up because we had those chances to like go and like next door to like where cousins and other cousins live but you were never alone yeah you, you weren't really weren't um it is interesting with like travel or being in different places to see how big the world is you know it's yeah. just kind of a, a a good opportunity i think so it sounds like you've learned a lot from that now when you uh, started going to school at unt and everything were you initially uh was radio and like that type of broadcasting one of your interests with like you know from when you were growing up or? uh well okay so i was in theater in high school and i loved every bit of it it's like my drama teacher, her name's Gigi, and I owe her all the credit to what my personality is today because growing up in middle school and high school, I was always made fun of, you know? Like, I'm in the Bible Belt, and, like, I, I'm very flamboyant, so people are obviously calling me a faggot or asking me if I'm gay and stuff like that. So in order for people not to ask those kind of questions or to tease me, I would go into a shell. Yeah. But it wasn't until I was in theater and I saw this environment where these kids are freely expressing themselves and just like accepting one another and just being themselves it was so cool to watch and one of my friends one of my really good friends Emily she was on the stage just dancing like like a goofball just having a fun time just because she felt comfortable and it was that moment where it clicked for me I was like I'm in a safe environment where I can be comfortable like that too so I started being a little bit more sassy I started like not letting people take down to talk down to me or make fun of me because yeah. I came back with some insults, you know, like yeah, so it allowed or, you to kind of just come out of your shell. That be more positive and just being yeah. like more expressive. So I owe all the credit to that. And being in that kind of situation wanted me to pursue theater. I yeah. was like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Right. And right. my parents are like, so like as I'm looking for schools and stuff. 
what do you want to do with your life? Like, what do you want to get your degree in? I was like, theater. Like, I love it. I'm good at it. And then my parents were like, maybe you should probably do something a little bit more realistic, though. Like, something, they're like, theater's always going to be there, and you have the talent, but you don't need a degree to do theater. You you can always just audition, you know? So yeah. find something a little bit more useful. So here I am thinking about what I could be doing, and my mom's like, well, what do you... What do, you, what do you like to do? Like, what are your interests? Like, what right. name an activity that you like to do? And I remember when we would do a play in theater, I always loved advertising for it. Like, so when the newspaper came in to do interviews, I loved being able to talk to them. I, I liked getting the parents involved. I liked decorating. I liked setting up. I liked getting everyone excited for the play that we worked so hard to perform and pray, play and practice. Yeah. And my mom was like, well, Justin, that's PR. Like, you could really easily do that. That is yeah. a good job for you. And you got a personality for it. And I was like, really? Awesome. So I go to UNT. They have the best PR program, like, in Texas. Oh, wow. Best journalism program. Their students were getting picked over SMU and TCU PR majors, you know? Wow. So it was, for somehow, it just landed in my lap. I think it was a, a blessing from God. You know, everything... Everything happens for a reason, and that's, I followed that. And I was like, if I can't be a celebrity, if I can't be an artist, I would at least love to work with them. Right. So my whole focus was to be a publicist. All I wanted to do was a, get my degree in PR and be a publicist. So it wasn't radio, it was just being in a world where it's quick, fast, and you're promoting art and entertainment. Yeah. And I was like, I have to, I have to work with celebrities, though. I have to meet them. I have to talk to publicists. Where am I going to go? Yeah. So I applied for PR firms in L.A., never heard back. But I remember that the Kid Craddock Morning Show, being a little kid, always listening to it, yeah. listening to Kelly's Showbiz Top 5. They had Selena Gomez, the Jonas Brothers, Demi Lovato, all the people from Dallas. Yeah, um, yeah. They, would, they would have them on their, uh, on their show. And I was like, oh my God, they get, they get celebrities. It's here in Dallas. And they ha artists have publicists. So I applied there. Um, with a great resume, I had I was like director of public relations for UNT Housing. I was uh, I was doing PR for a church, and then I was also doing PR for another um, another business called Culture uh, um, Culture Hype and Posh Public. So I had huge things on my resume. I was yeah, serious about being a publicist. Really ambitious. I was, as well. yeah, definitely. And I was I was doing it, you know. And uh, so I applied for Kid Craddock Morning Show, and it was like the cherry on top to my resume of becoming a publicist. Wow. And then it turned into a job. So oh, I was awesome. never I was never thinking I was going to be on the show. Right. Never even applied to do it. I just wanted to be a publicist so bad. I was so passionate about it as soon as like I like started going to UNT. Yeah, I was so proud of it. That's so impressive because um, and about how old were you at this point? Were you this cuz you said it was um, about 2 years ago, so Well, 2 or 3 years ago. Yeah, I um Fall 2015 is whenever I got the internship. Okay. And I, so I think I was 20, 20, 22. Okay. Right. Yeah, 22. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people at that 22-year-old age are still still trying to figure things out. And yeah. I mean, you clearly were very focused and and, and and have made a career for yourself. I mean, it, I, I don't know that, I mean, I don't know you, you know, on a super personal level, but you would just only imagine that you're just this, it's consistent. You know, they're, Thank they're you. the same person, you know, who you would have been in the in class or what if, whether you're now here on the radio. That's cool. So. It's exhausting being me. It's <laughs> exhausting being <laughs> Always being happy. No. No, there is something about just me, just though. Like, I, I do get sad sometimes, yeah. and I hate it, too, or I'll get sassy and, yeah. like, 
a little bit bitchy. And I'm like, I don't know who I am right now. It's like waking up on the wrong side of the bed is a real thing, which I've realized. It's yeah. like hey, you, I hated everybody and everything one day. It was like last week. I didn't even hold the door open for anybody. Like oh anybody. I was like, and I tweeted it too. I was, I, I was, I tweeted oh that gosh. exact statement. And then after I sent sand on that tweet. I'm in, the, I'm in a restroom at a movie theater, and there's this guy in a wheelchair right in front of me, and uh, he's getting ready to exit the bathroom just as I am, and he stops because it's easier for me to open the door. Yeah. I was like, here's a moment where I'm opening up the door for someone. And for a quick second, I thought about not holding that door open because I was <laughs> that bad. I, just... like, I just sent my tweet that I'm not holding the door You're for like... anybody today. Yeah. But, of course, I'm not heartless, so I held the door open, and he wheeled out of there. But, you know, <laughs> don't, but, behind, don't fall behind Jessa on a, uh, on a moody day. On a bad here. day, you know. No, so I held the door open. Some poor little ladies going, walk behind you and get the front of it. Crazy. <laughs> No, I said, I opened the door, and I said, you have a great day. Oh, that's awesome. So you kind of checked yourself after it, obviously. Like you I said think it was reality you. checking. Yeah, yeah. It was like, you think you're me. Stay tuned for part two of my interview with Justin Chavez. And don't forget to subscribe to the In the Outside podcast and share it with all of your friends and leave reviews. I mean, whenever I was little, like, I knew I liked boys. I also went to church, too, and I thought it was, like, a sin that I had to overcome. I love my family so much, and... For the, if, if me telling them that I was gay was going to end it, that was that was I was never going to do that. Mm-hmm.